But one thing I do love is it's the small town camaraderie. Um, when I tell you I got to leave my house about 45 to 50 minutes before the game or I might be late, that's how packed it is. Um, you know, you can't walk nowhere. Uh, you smell everybody, can't move nowhere. And I just love it, man, because that's the energy we feed off and need. You're listening to The Quick Cast. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome into The Quick Cast, the official podcast of Quick Trip. My name is Chris Calloway with the marketing department, and I am joined now by Rashawn Gary of the Green Bay Packers. Rashawn, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? I am great. I'm happy to be here at uh, Lambeau Field, uh, looking over your your office, so to speak, here. Uh, yeah, it's my home. It's my home. Uh, going on my fourth year, so, you know, welcome. Yes, and your, your fourth year, uh, do you kind of feel like you've made that transition to a veteran, or do you kind of sometimes still feel like a young guy in the league, or kind of how does that shift, you know, at this kind of stage of your career? Yeah, at this point, um, I'm kind of in the middle. Um, I'm a younger, older guy. Um, you know, we having a lot of younger guys coming in, and, you know, they're able to look up at me. You know? And it's kind of, you know, funny, you know, looking at back, back to year one of Sean and uh, who I am now. Is completely different, and um, you know, I'm happy I could be that guy for him. And you've been able to look up to some guys in your in your time here, you know, in that uh, kind of front seven unit. Uh, who are some of those guys that have kind of really guided you through your your first four years in the league here? Man, uh, Preston, uh, Kenny, Dean, uh, Coach Montgomery, um, my old coach, Coach Smith, Coach Rebs. Now, um, you know, basically the whole staff, the whole Green Bay family, man, just been staying with me day by day, making sure I'm getting better and, you know, making me the best player I can be. So let's uh, take it back to your, your high school days. You you went to high school in New Jersey. Did you have a, a favorite NFL team growing up? Nah, nah, I always get this uh, question, but, uh, you know, between my family was Giants and uh, Jets. But, okay. you know, I just love watching football. And so then, you know, a highly rated recruit coming out of of, of high school, ending up in, in, in Arbor, Michigan. Um, I mean, what what do you remember most about your, your time playing in the Big Ten? It being cold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, it being cold. But um, just also just the atmosphere, man, and just, you know, the, the competition you got to face, you know, every week and every Saturday. And, you know, I was able and blessed to uh, be coached under Jim Harbaugh and uh, had that experience of, you know, what it is to, you know, what it takes to be a pro and what you have to do, you know, from being on time to, you know, making the right lifts to making the right times to, you know, also off the field being a student that you need to be for the man that you need to be for your family. So, you know, just having that experience with him, uh, teaching me how to be an all-around man and, you know, and help me uh, be a better Packer. So you spent three years with the Wolverines there in Ann Arbor. Kind of what was the biggest transition that you remember going from college to, to into your rookie year? Yeah, college into my rookie year, I want to say just the transition of everything, um, the speed of everything, you finally – being on your own, you know, you finally have to make up your schedule, fill in the slots where, you know, in college uh, you have classes or you have to come to the meal room here, you have to go to the treatment room there, then you got to go to meetings and then practice. You all have to do that yourself and, you know, we're here for half the year. The rest of the year, like I said, you just by yourself. So just figuring out that map and uh, getting back to the schedule. So you get drafted to the Packers and is your first thought is, Oh no, more cold? Or were you excited about you know getting to join an organization like this? Yeah, um, just excited for the opportunity to be in the NFL. Um, you know, just a dream that I've been working for since I was a kid, and just having that uh, be accomplished and realized, and just being blessed. And like I said, like you said, the opportunity of being here, being a Green Bay Packer in this organization, is just a historic, you know, things that you hear about, you know, being a Green Bay Packer. So I'm just 
I'm just happy, man. Coming from Michigan, legacy, being a Packer, legacy. So, you know, we, I don't know nothing but winning. Sure. Um, you know, Green Bay is not the biggest city in the world. And, you know, Ann Arbor, probably a little bit of a similar feel. Do you kind of get that, that similar kind of feel on game days, kind of between the college town in Ann Arbor and here a little bit smaller town in Green Bay? Yeah, it's not really a, of a big transition. Um, sure. You know, you're exactly right from Ann Arbor to Green Bay. Um, but one thing I do love is it's the small town camaraderie. Um, when I tell you I got to leave my house about 45 to 50 minutes before the game or I might be late, that's how packed it is. Um, you know, you can't walk nowhere. Uh, you smell everybody. can't move nowhere. And I just love it, man, because that's the energy we feed off and need. And so, I mean, you, you've been to your fair share of your big cities, you know, L.A., New York playing on the road. Do you get a real different feel when you're here in Green Bay in a smaller town? Like, how do you compare, like, going to play the Rams in L.A. versus, you know, being here in Green Bay? It's really hard, man. Is you know, if you know, you know, man. Everybody that hasn't come to a Packer game, you you have to. It's a must-see experience. Um, just understanding the history of this organization, understanding who stepped on this field before I did. Reggie White, the Bar Stars, and the many more. Um, it's just legacy, man. So every time you touch that field, and you feel it, man. And the crowd is used to seeing greatness. So that's all you want to do is show them that. So you know, it's a great feeling. So you've had an opportunity to play in some some bitter cold games here. I think that late in the season last year against Minnesota, it was it was pretty darn cold. I mean, what what does the average fan not know about being down there in you know you're not bundled up in a big old winter jacket? I mean, what is it like really playing in the cold? We feel how you feel. <laughs> we just on the field. <laughs> but uh, man, it's a huge uh, advantage for us, um, especially you know once we get to you know playoff ball and we start getting warmer teams coming up here, but. Man, it's a it's a few it's a huge it's a huge thing that we use, man. It's the cold being the Green Bay and like I said, I can't complain. Been doing this from New Jersey to Michigan to now. It's just it's a part of me. So obviously the playoff game didn't go exactly like you want, but like looking out at it with the snow coming down, like it you can't draw up what you know better visual uh, of an experience, you know, with the you know, snow coming down at Lambeau Field. Do you catch yourself kind of looking around like, wow, I, I this is my job, I get to do this kind of every Sunday? Yeah, um, I catch myself, um, you know, throughout the week and, you know, also, you know, throughout the past camp, just, you know, just walking around and having walkthroughs out on Lambeau and, you know, reminiscing about plays. Oh, I had a sack here. Oh, we had a big play here. Oh, I remember we had an interception and drove it all the way back here and I was too tired to run with you. You know, small things like that, man, and just appreciation, you know, for where you work and that's here. So, you know, coming into training camp um, over the summer, uh, such a fan-forward experience, you know, lots of little kids, the whole riding the bikes. Do you ever worry about getting on one of those little bikes, being a, being a bigger guy yourself? <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, um, not yet. Um, you know, I used to before, you know, my rookie second year where I had to ride a bike. But, you know, going on, you know, year four, like I said, I'm kind of on that veteran uh, tilt. So I was able to drive this year and save my legs. Sure. Um, <laughs> You know, getting interactions with the fans and, you know, going back, I would imagine that probably starting in high school, you were signing a few autographs. Do you kind of remember the first time that somebody came up and asked you for, for your autograph? Mm-mm. Because uh, every time that it happened to me, um, it's so surreal. And it's a blessing because I asked to be put here. And, mm -hmm. you know, just to have a person that, you know, looks up, you know, to me like that, just, you know, give me more motivation to go out there and be me. Does 
is, is that something that professional athletes ever practice their, their autograph? I mean, I remember being a kid, you know, signing my name in a notebook. But do, do you do you practice how, how you how you want to sign things? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I feel like when I first got into the NFL. Took me about, I think, my first two years, but now I finally got a signature and I'm sticking to it. Do you remember some of the weirder things that you've been asked to sign? Um, a hand, <laughs> a chest. Um, that's about it. Some body parts. Yeah, that's, okay. that's about it. Very that's cool. About it. Yeah. Um, so last year I was here for the the Washington game, and I feel like it was one of your your better games that you've had as a pro. Uh, I wrote down two sacks, four hits, ten pressures. When you're kind of in the zone in a game like that, is do things slow down like they talk about, or kind of what is going through your head when you know that you're reading the offensive line correctly, you're able to get kind of to the quarterback as you like? Kind of what's what's that feeling like when you're out on the field? Yeah, you're in your zone. Um, the defense is playing well. Um, the front end, the back end. Uh, we all working together, um, having a game like that, and every play that came my way, I was able to make it. It's just one of those good games where everything that's coming my way, I'm able to make it. And uh, like I said, especially being at Lambeau, feeding off that energy was, was ridiculous. And you know, having 12, you know, often that's going to put up, you know, 30 points and make it that type of game where all they got to do is pass it to come back. And that's the game that you know we want you know, as defense alignment. So just having everything click right and every, everybody playing together. So as you've kind of, you know, moved through your career a little bit, you've become a bigger and bigger part of the defense. You know, some guys leave and kind of your role gets elevated. Um, do you kind of notice that, you know, people are starting to talk more and more about the Packers defense and kind of what their, their possibility is of doing this year? Um, not really, man. I'm into, I'm into the season um, and I'm just focused on us. Um, and that's just the team offensively, defensively, special team-wise, and what I can do to make us better and what we can do as a defense to make this team better. So back to that Washington game, I think one of the secrets there was the, the throwback uniforms that you guys got to wear that game with the, with the, the darker green. Um, do you feel better? Is that kind of the old, I think it's what Deion Sanders, like look good, play good, feel good, that whole come together. Like when you're out there in a, in a new different uniform, do you kind of feel like you got a little bit, a little bit extra with you there? Oh yeah, absolutely. Especially when uh, the uniform looked nice. So, you know, I was excited to put in that green and so was everybody else and you could tell. It seems like a lot of teams this year are um, getting a little bit more creative with their uniforms. I think um, a lot of black helmets, like the Cardinals and the Panthers and Eagles, and I think the Bears have orange helmets. Um, I, I personally can't see the Packers like doing anything like that crazy, going away from the yellow helmets. Have you heard anything like that, or do you guys, you know, see those other teams doing stuff, or like kind of what are your what are your thoughts there? It's tradition, man. It's just certain things that you know you don't touch. You let it be what it's going to be, and I feel like you know Green Bay is those teams, and the only time you're going to see us wear something different is our throwback. Mm -hmm. But are, are the guys in the locker room kind of pumped for those weekends, though, that you get something a little different? Oh, yeah. I'm waiting for them to bring back the all-white, waiting for the color rush to come back out. Uh, but, yeah, man, guys do get excited when we're able to, you know, switch jerseys and get outside of Sure. Um, you mentioned color rush, those those Thursday night games. How tough are those on the turnaround, being able to, you know, go from going through the grind on a Sunday and you basically don't get any days off and you're right back at it on Thursday? I mean, going from a Sunday to Sunday is difficult enough. How, how much tougher is the shorter week? Um, you know, it's the same, but, you know, you just got to intensify getting your body right, um, getting the mental rep that you need, um, emphasizing, watching more film, just – just trying to see what you got to see in a short week. So, you know, it's the same thing, it's a shorter week. And, you know, the Packers seem to be one of those high-profile teams that get a lot of primetime games and, and a lot of holiday games. So what's it like playing on Christmas Day? 
it's cool. Um, I remember uh, last year, because I think last year was our first Christmas game since I've been here, and I was telling my mom, like, I remember we used to meet up as a family at my aunt's house and all, you know, watch the Christmas game, have Christmas dinner and everything, and I'm finally on that game. So, you know, it was just surreal and just crazy. I'm just happy for the opportunity. I mean, millions of people watch the NFL every week. Do you think, okay, everybody in the country's watching this game because it's, you know, it's the one game on here on Christmas Day? It got to be because I know I was when I was little. Right. Very cool, very cool. Um, so I, I like to go on Twitter, and every time I, I – I'm on there. There seems like a statistic that somebody kind of came up with or found, like a pass rush win rate and pressure pressure percentages and all those types of things. Do you look at a box score after the game, or do you look at stats and kind of where your your percentages and some of those types of things are and some of those statistics, or kind of what what means a successful game to you personally with you know some of the statistics that you're trying to improve upon week after week. Yeah, um, you know, after the game, my number one thing is I probably go back and I watch it a good, you know, maybe three to four times, um, see my technique, see where I have to improve um, from the run, from my run def- defense to my pass defense. And then after that, I watch it as a whole from defense. And that's from the front, the backers to the back end. And just seeing, um, you know, how everybody else is playing, how everybody else is flowing, how we look, you know, as a unit. Uh and not for that, man, just how, you know, I'm able to give 12 back the ball and, you know, just the, you know, the opportunities that, you know, I was able to be made on the field and the plays that's able to come my way and the plays that I'm able to, uh, to be made is how I base, you know, my performance and, you know, basically, you know, basically how my team feels. Is it a skill? Like, did you have to learn how to watch film? Like, did is that something you learned in high school or college, kind of like how to watch yourself back and be a self-critic on, on your performance? Is that something you had to learn? Yeah, that's something I had to learn. I really didn't watch film um, throughout high school. I started to in college to a point um, and understood it, and I really started to take the next step my rookie year mm-hmm. uh, when I got here and, you know, talking to Preston, talking to Z, uh, talking to, you know, Kenny and, um, you know, all my coaches just helping me and telling me uh, keys to look at, um, formations, this means this. And just slowly I started adding to my, you know, my toolbox, my repertoire, and now I understand what to look look for. And now I'm telling the young guys, this is what you look for. This play is coming, so it's just crazy. Sure. So speaking of uh, of Twitter and social media, uh, you've kind of popularized the hashtag, put cheese on everything. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, it's very fitting here for Wisconsin. Is that is that something you actually do? Are you putting cheese on everything you eat? Or <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a real lifestyle, man. It's not a, it's not a myth. It's not a gimmick, man. Uh, I love cheese, so that's on every anything. Mac and mac and cheese, of course. Spaghetti, rice, what you want to call it. Have you broccoli. had? Have you? I mean, are you a cheese curd fan now, having been in Wisconsin? I am a cheese curd fan, but during the season, <laughs> I have to calm down because you know I gotta watch out for my weight. Right. Is that something that just kind of the um, the popularity, the infatuation with with cheese here in Wisconsin? Is that? Something you don't really know about until you're you're here experiencing it. Absolutely, absolutely. Because when I first came out with put cheese on everything, everybody was telling me, "Oh, you have to try cheese curds." So I tried them and I love them. Yeah, yeah I got me. <laughs> well, uh, we we certainly have those at, at Quick Trip, both fried and and the fresh, and got to make sure they're squeaky when you when you get them fresh. Or it's not right. It's not right. Correct. Um, so you obviously have some some goals and aspirations um, outside of football. Um, 
your sports agency. That's something that you've been it seems like you're passionate about since early on in your career. Can you kind of talk about where that that passion came from in wanting to to kind of venture into that field? Yeah, just you know, just my love for the game and just you know me, you know, actually thinking about you know not playing football and what I want to do and. I always want to be around it because football blessed me with so much and I just want to be able to, you know, give it back. And, you know, having an agency, you know, having a player that, you know, can really understand the player one-to-one, you know, has been in the locker rooms, has been in the meeting rooms, has been in the sit-down one-on-one with the coaches talking. Just understanding, uh, you know, a player's point of view, man, and understanding what the league wants to do. But number one, man, just wanting to be around the game of football and always wanting to take care of my family, my mom, my sister, my two nephews. So just trying to, you know, find a way to take care of them and be happy, too, at the same time. And this is how I came up with it. Is is the business side of football something you can't really understand until you're in it? Or do they kind of try to prep you for that a little bit when you're when you're in college, knowing that that's, you know, the probable for future for you? Or kind of the, the business side of thing, how do you how do you learn that? Um, you know, it just depends on your path and what you picked in life. Um, you know, me going to Michigan, I was in the business. So I always had that mindset of always thinking after, always thinking long term. So when it came to that, I did business school and on top of that I had to I had to actually come up with companies and business proposals and I actually okay took a step back thought about myself thought about what I'm doing in my life my family where we at now and just my future and my dreams and my aspirations and I was just blessed I was able to have have this very cool um you know college football has changed seemingly a lot over the past couple of seasons with um, guys able to, you know, market themselves a little bit. Um, I think understanding the business side of thing in college is only going to be beneficial for for those types of of players. Um, How do you kind of see that impact in the game? And it's in its early stages here, but it seems to be really positive for for the collegiate athletes, right? Yeah, um, it's great. Um, Number one, I feel like there's something that been in the works for years and I'm just happy that it finally has passed mm-hmm. and you know players are finally starting to get you know the what they deserve and I just I just feel like having that needs to come with more financial literacy mm-hmm. and you know it's either on the university or the parents or you know the athletes themselves to you know inform inform us and give us information about it and we have to go out there and go get that information but man it is great it's something that mm-hmm. i wish i would have had because sure. it takes away stress from you know the players that feel like they have to leave you know because it's, i'm able to get money now i'm really able to focus on my school and and i'm really able to be the best football player i can so when you know it's time to you know go out and have the opportunity to go to the next level you already had experience with money and you're kind of set and you know what to do. Sure. Do you get to be uh, as big of a college football fan um, while you're in the NFL? I imagine you're not spending your entire Saturday there watching, uh, you know, college football, you know, maybe sneaking in some, some Wolverines action, but probably not watching a ton of college football as a pro or how do, how do you approach your Saturdays there? Oh yeah, um, you know if Michigan on TV, I gotta I gotta find a way to you know check the score mm-hmm. or you know checking on the game. But you know it's always that college camaraderie here. You know Michigan's the best team in this building. I don't care. 
what anybody said, you know, and that's on the 53-man roster, Michigan is the best. So, you know, you're always going to have, you know, a couple of arguments and, you know, opinions like that. Sure. So, yeah, Michigan is the best, I'm going to say it again. But, you know, we all going to love, you know, our schools and – we going to probably bet on Saturdays, things like that with each other, you know, bet 10 push-ups and stuff, things like that. So, I mean, Quay Walker and Devontae Wyatt, I think they have a little bit of a claim on being a pretty good defense there with Georgia. I mean, those two teams heading maybe towards a uh, a clash in the, in the college football playoff. I mean, what would that be like with uh, kind of the alma maters going at it in the, in the locker room? Does it get pretty intense? Yeah, it get intense, you know, especially, you know, rivalry weeks, mm-hmm. you know, Come on now, you know, we're going to win, things like that. But, you know, football, football, and I just bring us closer together. Very cool. Um, so back back to kind of where we started, year four. Um, do you kind of have, you know, personal goals, personal growth that you kind of want to see um, as you, you know, get into this in this big year here in your career? Yeah, um, just keep pushing, uh, you know, be the player, I, you know, I've been working hard to be, be that consistent impact player for the Packers, man. That's, that's uh, something I challenge myself to be, you know, day in and day out. And, you know, that's really it, man, because I just wanted to come back, you know, the best player I can be so we can get to where we need to be. And that's to, you know, go to the NFC Championship and win it and, you know, go to where we want to be and grab what we need to grab. So you're excited to get back on the field uh, with the bright lights and another rivalry game against the Bears on Sunday. I would imagine you can kind of uh, put all your focus into that and kind of moving on from week one to week two and have something really big to look forward to with that type of another rivalry game against Chicago, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. I'm blessed and excited for the opportunity and chance. Very cool. We're looking forward to Sunday night. We're looking forward to the rest of the season. We, we appreciate your time here on the podcast. Rashawn Gary, thank you for joining us here on the QuickCast, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Appreciate you for having me. Thanks for listening to the QuickCast. Hey, we'll see you next time.